Would you like to welcome Mr. Ali Abdo? Uh, thanks for having me. I wanna, I wanna get you to do the introduction because I don't think I can do it justice. So uh, no, no. Yes. So he's a three-time Olympian. Uh, also, how many times did you hit the Commonwealth Games up? I managed only just the one. Yeah. So I, um, in Melbourne, when he was in Melbourne, there was no wrestling. Yeah. And then I marginally missed out on one year. And then yeah, it was 2010. My my brother actually made it. I I was overseas. Oh, Michelle. I came back. I just. And then um, the following year, 2014, that's when I made it. Oh, beauty. Yeah, so I think that was my last major comp. Wow. Successful campaign. Was it, was it 2012? Uh, say again? 2012? 2012 was Olympic year, so I was I was, I was almost there. I uh, yeah. I managed to win the Nationals, Oceania, and I um, the last stage I had to basically finish top two. Yeah. The last match I was winning, and uh, I think I got overwhelmed. Yeah. It was a small injury, but I, I don't... I, don't think I'll blame it on the injury. Um, yeah, and I just kind of lost focus for that short moment. And then, my yeah, I felt like I was just behind on points. It wasn't, yeah, and then got my point back, two points, but then I drove home. Uh, lost focus just for that moment. <laughs> I want to know, because where did you grow up in? Altona North. So you, you born and raised in Melbourne? Born and raised, yeah. How on earth did you get into wrestling? My, my father. So he used to do it. He started at 17 years of age in Lebanon. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, yeah, obviously competed there and competed for Lebanon mm. for, a short, for a short while. And then um, when he migrated here in 1982, yeah. he found my coach, or he was my coach, yeah. mm. uh, Sam Parker. Mm. And he just stuck with him. Me and my brother started to just go follow my dad and just watch, mm. jump on each other on the mat. Mm. And eventually, you know, one thing led to another. And you took it serious after that? Yeah, so I by about eight, not about nine, um, ten, yeah. thereabouts, me and my brother just started, you know, um, competing. Uh, not so much competing at that age, but just training, you know, three times a week. Ooh. What was and it like? Just go hard from the start. Oh, uh, yeah, my coach's approach is just just grind, just wrestle, 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 wrestle. Mm. You know, and um, I, I think that built a lot of toughness and resilience within us. Mm. It was a hard work ethic. You know, so um, if you're tired, well, too bad, you just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a, a lot of people, kids this generation, I don't think will tolerate the, that sort of work, uh, that kind of uh, work rate. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of went from there. And by about 13, probably early teenage years, we started to compete, 13, yeah. 14, and then eventually, um, you know, regional, state, national. What's yeah. the, what's the, what's the, the ranking system? Yeah, no, as in like, how do you go up to uh, the levels? The, Olymp- the Olympic level? Yeah, to to get to Olympics, like, as in, what's the look? Like there's no, it's not like it's not like karate or or, or kind of those graded sports. Oh. You know, get a blue belt or a red belt, whatever belt. Mm. You know, it's 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 just amateur wrestling. You know, so you have to win, you have to win the state level. Mm. You know, so top I, one, amateur. top two. Yeah, there's no professional. We don't get paid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? So um, and then you've got um. Then you've got, um, you know, like uh, the nationals. So once you win the nationals, then, you know, you're pretty much selected for going to the world championships, oh. international comps, um, or trying out for the Olympic Games. Mm. Yeah. So what's it like doing that? Like going, because you must have done it overseas, yeah? You must have yeah, yeah, overseas uh, yeah. a fair bit. Like what's it like when you see the level of competition from places like America where they're doing it in colleges? It's and completely different. I mean, we are f- far behind. I uh, think we don't have the resources. 
we don't have the luxury of just jumping in the car, going to the next country to train or compete. Yeah, yeah so we're very, we're very far behind. And like for me, you know, alhamdulillah, I got kids, right? And uh, I don't think I'd want my son to invest. I know it sounds bad. I'd love to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna nurture him. I'm gonna make him wrestle. I'm gonna teach him how to wrestle. Mm. You know, but you know, uh, I, I think if you really want to excel and go for that, you know, uh, top ten in the world or kind of like a top 10 in Olympics, yeah. you really need to base yourself overseas. It's like, because it's like wrestling, they usually say it's like a base for further like uh, combat sports. 100%, if, if, especially like, yeah, MMA. Yeah. It's the it's the backbone. It's a know? mad base because like you were saying, it builds mad resilience in yeah. your head. And and it's the toughest, like, I'm not just saying this, I'm, it's bias coming from me, but if you listen to a martial artist, you know, who do MMA, I say the hardest component of MMA is is wrestling. Hundred percent. You know, it's just the grind. It's your training mimics competition. Boxing doesn't mimic competition in that you can't bash the training partner all every day. Yeah. Yeah. But you can grind every day in wrestling yeah, yeah. and go to that same intensity. Mm. You know, um, so th- that's I think that's the discrepancy. You mentioned um, some challenges like within the sport of like wrestling. What are some challenges you face like? Growing up and uh, in wrestling, yeah, in wrestling. yeah. Look, the, the biggest thing is the lack of funding and the yeah. lack of support. Yeah, you know, like there's times where I wouldn't go overseas because I had to fund half or most of the trip. Yeah, mm. you know, there's times where I did pay, mm. you know, because it's the hype. It's the you know, uh, you know, you get that level. You want to be amongst it. Mm. You know, you, know you, you feel that element of professionalism. Was that a cool thing to do, like at your when you were younger? Uh, I think I think I think. Definitely not as cool as now. Yeah. Now because of MMA. Yeah. And you know, everyone knows Khabib. Yeah. He's he's elevated the the the, the, the recognition of wrestling. Yeah, hundred percent. And like we run an academy, me and my brother. But I mean, at the moment, I don't do any classes as such at the moment. Yeah. Um, but in the new year, we're planning to just up that a little bit. But we've been getting a lot more um, inquiries yeah. over the over the last couple of years. Because of Khabib and what he's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like if you look at most of the belt holders, everyone's got a wrestling background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cejudo, Cormier, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, the double team. You know, you got uh, John Jones and you got Dan Cormier. And then, yeah, well, like, like I was telling you from before, like I think that a lot of people say that the basis, the stuff that you learn from wrestling yeah. helps you in that combat sport because combat sport is not like, oh, well, I connect a one-two combo and it's going to drop. Is the guy's gonna like you need defensive and offensive yeah. in wrestling, yeah? Definitely. And like sprawling in it, for example, yeah. Sprawling is actually a major part of people who want to box the whole time. So if you want to stand up the whole time, you don't sprawling. know how to sprawl because yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to do what you want to do because you're gonna keep going to the ground. Definitely. You've seen it. There's always this massive discrepancy between, like, I hate saying this guy, but Batista, yeah, he had one fight. Ah oh, yes, he yes, had one fight. Oh, and yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> he had, he had one in May fight. He has like background in wrestling yeah. and he was versing a very chubby guy and the guy just wanted to, to stand and bang with him. Yeah. Mm. And basically all he did was take him down and the guy couldn't get up. There was another instance in uh, MMA where lights out Tony. Mm. Uh, took on Randy Couture. Couture, yeah, yeah. At the bell, man, not even five seconds, Bull took him down. Yeah. It was all over. Damn. Yeah, but then, then uh, you got to look on the flip side, yeah. Is the people like the Adesanya, yeah. people like uh, what's his name, um, Anderson Silva? Mm. Yeah, these guys two. are just really good strikers. They know how to keep their distance. But at the end of the day, it's the person that dictates the fight. Mm. If a wrestler closes the distance, 
can take it down, mm. good chance he's going to dominate. Yeah. But if a striker is really good, knows how to gauge distance. Yeah. Right. Okay. When you were young and you were wrestling, was there any, like something, anything in you saying, okay, like I want to try footy? Oh, look, I started. I'd sta- I started off with wrestling. Oh, sorry, a uh, bit of soccer. Mm. I did AFL footy for about two or three years. Mm. And um, you put power. You put power. No, it was AMBY. Oh, shut down, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a few times. AMBY. I think AMBY. I don't know if they got shut down too. But um, so you had love for other sports. Oh yeah, but not as much as wrestling. I think there was a time in wrestling where you know it was almost like I'm doing it because my dad was oh. yeah. behind me. Was that early on or even Yeah, after no, no, a no, no. Years? more more earlier on. Yeah, early yeah. on, mid teenage years. Mm-hmm. You know, and um yeah, I just um I think one, especially once I started to kind of hit the international scene. Yeah. Then I was driving myself. Yeah, yeah. I oh, didn't yeah. need you know, there's times where I, I wanted to pull out, I just had enough. Yeah. But you go through those phases. So where'd your dad's love for wrestling come from? Because I can understand like you pushing your kid, your son to do wrestling because yeah. you were a wrestler yourself. Yeah. Where'd your dad's? My dad, uh, he just worked with a guy mm. um, back in the days that was a wrestler himself. Uh, he goes, come with me. Gotcha. And eventually, I mean, that guy was uh, a bronze medalist at the Olympics for Lebanon. Poor. Mm. Uh, so, um, a good, a good person to get nurtured by. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and that's how he incidentally got into it. Lebanon's got the villager strength, yeah? Yeah, they got, they got the raw strength. Well, yeah. uh, so, um, the brute strength. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you find guys coming out of the village just natural strength. Yeah, yeah. You know, their their life is more organic. Yeah, you know, real, real <laughs> soft tissue. Hundred yeah. percent. They'd be carrying donkeys around. <laughs> oh man, they do that for a laugh. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so okay, okay, pre two thousand because the first Olympics it was a home Olympics. You are, so that must have been big. Oh yeah, that was huge. yeah. But okay, Australia wise, were you? Not to toot your own horn, but were you the, the best, if that makes sense, in Australia? As in, like, at the time? There's yeah. only one right answer. I wouldn't say I was the best at the time. There were some good wrestlers that made the team. Mm-hmm. People more technical, people more um, uh, more experienced. I was mm-hmm. the youngest on the team, maybe yeah. 19. That's amazing, yeah. So I was like a spring chicken compared to the others. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, like, I, I kind of missed out in the freestyle category. Yeah. So I kind of... Jump ship and went to Greco Roman because it's too fast. Yeah, yeah. And then I ended up qualifying for the Greco Roman. Mm. Yeah. What's the difference between Greco Roman and is it freestyle? Yeah, freestyle. You can basically you've seen how people grab the legs, pick them up, and dump them. Yeah, Greco Roman, you can't touch the legs, you can't trip. It's only from the waist up. So oh. that's where you'll see they're trying to arm a hand fight, try to get the body locks, head throws. Yeah, try to get the you know if they get them on the ground, pick them up and. Body suplex them. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, so <laughs> that's, I mean, that's where I had to kind of, once I qualified for Greco-Roman, I kind of put freestyle aside. And then I, um, so you got, so all three Olympics, all Greco-Roman? No, freestyle, uh, mostly freestyle. That was the only exception. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know and wow. I, I just kind of committed six oh. months of just Greco. Oh. What's it like Wait. being around, sorry, sorry. What's it like being around those type of brutes, bro? Like, these brutes, like from Russia, in the middle. Oh of the man, they're they're, they're another breed, man. They just yeah. they're another breed. I mean, how they train, where they tra- they got a reason to train. You know, they, we've got our lifestyle is not our lifestyle. We've got too much distraction. You know, yeah. and you know over there, there's ten people behind you. 
Yeah, there's only one person, maybe two if you're lucky. Mm. You know, the other ones are too far behind. Mm. You get paid by Centrelink as well. Sorry? People get paid <laughs> yeah, by Yeah, we can get paid by Centrelink, you know. <laughs> Give back. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Over there, they, they got to grind. They got to, you know, there's too many people fighting for their spot. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, a bit more competition, yeah. A lot more competition. Yeah. You know, you look here, why is Australia so good at swimming? Mm. Apart from being an island, but mm. there's a lot of competition. A lot of people doing it. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's fierce. We, oh, the, the first time you, be, okay, the first international tournament you've been to, was it like a whoa, a shock? Huh? Yeah, that was uh, Las Vegas. Ninety what? Well, nineties. Uh, yeah, that was ninety eight. I was in. Uh, I was in year twelve. Mm. Las, Vegas. Las Vegas. What happens for a competition? <laughs> yeah, world championship. <laughs> what happens in Vegas, Costa? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was underage. So. <laughs> <laughs> you were loving it. Yeah, I think over there in Las Vegas, you got to be twenty one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Alhamdulillah, I, um, yeah, Alhamdulillah, I was seventeen and. I was <laughs> Pretty tamed. Quite <laughs> <laughs> a reserved guy. Bro, how, how is it being like on an international scale? Like, for example, you go into the Olympics yeah. and it's just it's just fit people everywhere. Yeah, that's... And yeah. and the fitness is different. I fitness can imagine, different. Yeah, I can different. imagine. Ah, look, of course. I mean, but look, you got, it's it's all about focus, yeah? I mean, yeah. everyone's everyone's pretty focused. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people let their hair down after the games. Yeah. yeah. You know, after months and probably years of training. Yeah. For that one moment, mm-hmm. and then people just you know let loose. But yeah. I mean, alhamdulillah, we we um we have our gym and yeah, we uh, we we, we um, alhamdulillah we we stay tamed, you know. Um, not saying we're we're angels, mm. you know. I was you know young and silly, but at the same time, alhamdulillah, I matured quite early. Mm. You know, like was that because of the being out there <coughs> in the world and like you're representing something. Is it uh, was it because of the being at the Olympics and being at those tournaments that you matured quicker? I think it was just my character. Oh. I think I'm, I'm a bit like my dad's profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm a bit more serious. I'm not that kind of. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. I'm not that, I'm not that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that joker kind of guy. Yeah, so I'm quite a bit reserved, um, conservative. But yeah, I just and then again, I got I had studies worry about mm-hmm. the training and as well as my work mm. my work as well mm. wait at the age of 17 before Las Vegas or at Las, or Las Vegas you were working uh, yeah I was part time casual casual work you know yeah. I think it was Maccas back in the time oh, mm. uh, the good old Maccas but I used to like I used to knock back shifts because I had training yeah yeah. Mm. You know? and I went into uni I, did, I, uh, hum- I studied human movement I deferred a sem- I think I deferred that semester yeah and then, two thousand and four, I was studying. Um, so all the while you're doing all this training, <coughs> you, you excuse me, you went um, two feet deep, two feet into the wrestling world. You're you're more like, I'm doing studies, I'm working. I was still training five six days a week, yeah, yeah. and some days twice a day, yeah, but just working around it. You would have had a hectic schedule then. Oh, I was, I was, it was, it was full on. It was yeah. work. Sometimes it'd be like morning, in a, you know, I'd train twice a day, maybe three times a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, there'd probably be a morning session. Or I might do my weights, run, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Go to uni and then um, come back, train at five. five yeah. What motivated you? Like I think I had vision. I had, I had a goal. I wanted yeah. to get somewhere. You know, yeah. I, I, I didn't need anyone to push me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just knew where 
I wanted to go. I mean, my purpose was strong enough for me to yeah. push myself. Yeah. And was your goal to be a, a Olympic gold medalist? Look, I mean, that's I mean, was yeah, everyone's goal. I wasn't going there just for a ride. Yeah. 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 You, know, you, you have aspirations and goals to no. get that gold. Yeah. Um, but it's you know, then it got to a point where like you got to be realistic. Yeah. What we're doing here is not enough mm. compared to the <coughs> the Russians. <coughs> me. Cheeky the Russians, Russians, yeah. Yes, yeah, for sure. Wow. Russians, the Americans. When yeah. Sorry. When you felt burnt out, like I'm pretty sure you probably hit a stage where you were just like, this is getting too much. Um, there were, there was times like that, you know, uh, where you just need to pull the handbrake a bit. Mm. You just listen to your body. What was the go-to? What was the go-to? Holidays or movies or just <sighs> eating just bad food? Because I'm 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 sucker to bad food to be honest with oh, you. Look, I think. Uh, there's this, uh, there's this, there's a level of comfort when it comes to food. Mm. So you just gotta, you know. You live it, bro. Hundred percent. Excuse me. Sorry about the coffee. The Olympic stories for us. That's, I think, I think that that would be, uh, that'll be a treat. Interesting. Nothing like punched on it for Usain Bolt. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I rub, I rub sh- Like I bumped into Muhammad Ali, 2000 Olympics. No, hey. you. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Excuse me. As in like the Muhammad Ali. The Muhammad Ali. I may all have mercy on him. But not like like oh yeah, had a cup of tea with him or anything like that. But you know, we had um oh, you know, he was there, his presence. Yeah, yeah. Obviously too many people around. What years was this? What year? That was two thousand. You were nineteen, you were a kid, yeah? Yeah, I was a kid. Uh, Starstruck. Yeah. And you know, I've seen you know, you see Federer, Rafael Nadal and the Williams sister, all those tennis players. Yeah. Um I managed to train <laughs> with the old Romero as well. Oh, oh well. my god! In two thousand and two thousand and four, he's a motivating figure, mate. Oh, he's 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 uh, he's awesome. Like he's down to Daddy earth, Barson. you know, welcoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is good. Now, um, we can't skip over Muhammad Ali. We have got to come back to that real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like meeting Muhammad Ali. We've oh no, it was it was a brief moment. Yeah, you know, yeah everyone yeah. was you know, bumped into him. Yeah, like you know, it's you know, it's like he was there. We were here, had a photo with him, and. He bumped into you, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. you know, he's been following my pregnant. <laughs> 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 he was lucky to me. Yeah, yeah. I know, he was. He was obviously in that state that he was, and um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you can, yeah, you can only have so much time with him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, Yo Romero. Um, How do you understand Yo Romero again? How do you understand him? Nah, he's, yeah. he's, he's, um, you know, broken English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I get a couple uh, words uh, in, bro. If you've got Arab dads yeah. and you've grown up in Australia, it's <laughs> easy to understand it's easy him to in broken English. Yeah. Oh, what was interesting was you know like Sign back in, I think it was two thousand and four, uh, and this sticks with me. You know, and I just told him like, you know, after after you know Olympics, you go party. You know, this guy, this and that. He goes, to me, <laughs> he goes, no. He goes, champion, disco, no. <laughs> 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 yeah. So did you actually wrestle with him? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is he is he as what as hard as what? Yeah, as as well. Like when I look at him, I generally think he's cement. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a hard. It's like touching rock. Yeah, he's oh, a hard dude. They said because apparently, like, it takes him four times less, like like four times less time to recover than the average human. When it because he got a cut on the eye in his last fight. Have you, have you heard of that? No, no. He got a cut on his eye. I think it was against Paulo Costa or yeah. Adesanya. Okay. And then after the fight. They noticed that he recovered quicker than usual. Yeah, I don't know, man. Something's going on there. I'm telling yeah. you, bro. Something's going. That's that's a little inhumane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some yeah. Cuban stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Some stem cells, yeah. Well, because I don't know. Uh, he's that's the, just he looks like a machine. Yeah, I mean, even even when I trained with the seventy-four kilo guy who was in my weight division, mm-hmm. man, it's, 
the guy was man we weighed exactly 76 on the scale after a training session not a ounce more or less exactly the same way but his strength was much more yeah, mm. yeah. you like, felt it oh mate he's just just solid man those, Scarface and that. those Cubans man those, yeah they were just tough and very athletic too yeah what about the Dagestanis Dagestanis I um I didn't, I didn't wrestle with any Dagestanis I had the I had the I had the uh, pleasure of watching a lot of Russians wrestle mm. and their um their style of wrestling is a lot different they make it look like it's, you know, when you see um, Federer playing tennis, yeah, it looks like effortless, yeah. effortless, yeah. like you know, smooth, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how they are. Yeah. And um, they're they're um, they're another tough breed. Okay, how long would it, would it take someone like you? Because you're you at the Olympic level, yeah. and then since you're saying they were ridiculous, they must have been somewhere else. How long would it take you? Say time was to stop. How long would it take you to reach their level? Or is it unattainable? No, no, it's attainable, man. 100%. Mm. Like, I mean, I, I went to America for a few weeks to train, mm. you know, um, leading up to Olympic preparation. And, you know, I was I was beaten by one dual citizen who was American-Canadian mm. at one point. And uh, he kind of, he beat me comfortably. Mm. Yeah. And then in that time, I knew I was up against him again. Mm. So I, I, uh, I uh, did it for a friend. And then I was, uh, and I went and trained. And, you know, next time we met, imagine... Dropped dramatically, oh. and then and then he actually t- ended up taking the spot for the freestyle in mm. Sydney Olympics. Mm. I took the Greco Roman, and then I went into America again. I trained again. I came back. Yeah, and then he couldn't score on me after that. Oh, that's beautiful then. You know? no, but Ameri- <coughs> Americans and Russians is two different levels, though. Is it you reckon? Um, yeah, I mean it's different style of wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. as well. Oh, definitely. Do you know what I mean your your the mentality the the mentality you come in the mindset you come in with the sport. My mindset, I think, is is huge. And yeah. I think I think I, I wish I kind of had a bit more mentoring in that department. in the mental side of it. Was that a big thing back then? Sorry, the mental side of everything. In oh, terms look, of I like it always was. Yeah, but I, I think as I got older, you know, you kind of I kind of developed that yeah. more as I got older. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know. You know? Because now people are starting to understand that with sports, it's not just the physical body. Do you know what I mean? There's a connection no, no, between no. the mind and the body. Do you 100%. know what I mean? A lot of players, like you you as a wrestler, probably would have been defeating um, seeing you lose to someone in a yeah. wrestling match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that mindset going into the next match, now I can't lose to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know I, I wrestled kind of Europeans, and, you know, you got to go in the, with the mindset that, you know, you're going to win. Yeah, they're not far. You know, they yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't, you can't, um, you can't um, consider the feet before getting in there. Yeah, you know, I, I went in. I've wrestled Americans, you know, and man, some guys who are at that national level, and you know, they look their mental, their mental uh, uh, frame of mind going into the fight is always from Australia. Yeah, walkover. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. You know, because my mindset is, I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna take it to you. You know, yeah. Give and it when to you me. shock him, that kind of uh, uh, throws away the, um, throws him out a bit. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and then, um, you know, I've had some good matches against Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to the national, uh, you know, the national level, yeah, wrestlers, they're very pretty hard to beat. Mm. You know? I was talking to Abshir before this, and I'm, he's like, why do you think that? Like Australian wrestlers aren't as renowned as a as a 
Russia or or Americans. And I, I, I told him, like, I think specifically it's because of the amount of like emphasis that the place puts on wrestling. Like, American college, they've got scholarships for collegiate wrestlers and all this sort they of have stuff. scholarships for a lot of sports. Yeah. Not just swimming. Mm. Yeah, wallah. Not just footy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bro. Now, um... And I think that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest difference. And you know, there's no, there's anything that's got publicity. Yeah, be backed. Yeah, you know, if I'm playing footy, and I get TV coverage every week playing footy, someone's going to come up and say, oh, "Can we sponsor you?" Yeah, yeah, 100%. I don't need to ask. Yeah, yeah 100%. But throughout my years, I had to ask. Yeah, Allah. You know, support. But then it gets to a point where you kind of have it. Yeah, because yeah, you feel like you're all kind of begging. Begging, yeah. yeah. Apart from Olympics, so you're telling me there's no way of getting funding. There's no way to get even paid. No, no, no. There's small payments here, you know, 2,000 there, 3,000 there, 500 there. There's just nothing to kind of, enough That's to kind absurd. of cover a trip. Mm. It's ridiculous. Olympian, I'm going to Olympics. That's what I thought. I thought, you know, yeah, Olympics, you know, sh- I should get myself covered after this. Has that changed though now? No. Or is it still the same? We way? had one guy win Commonwealth Games gold, I think, in 2010. Australian? Yeah, no, no one knows, I think. Yeah, I don't know him, yes. <laughs> Because in America they have they 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 over like I was telling you in the last podcast they love to make everything over dramatic they make 100%. movies you remember Foxcatcher yeah of course yeah. bro that that movie because it was about Matt Hamill and it was a Matt Hamill's another guy it was um what's his name uh, Dave Schultz yeah yeah that's him that's him he was a freak wrestler freak yeah. and him and his was his brother yeah Mark Schultz yeah bro they were, they were gonna make it big and stuff and then the guy who put money into them to train them in that I think it was a bit yeah, yeah a, bit a bit of a wayward gangster. And then, um, and then, yeah, eventually gets shot. So that's that's the thing, bro. It's like, oh, um, like my my mind can't stand that. You can play soccer at a terrible level here yeah, and get player. and get like eight hundred dollars a week. Yeah, but there's funding to the to the sport. Exactly. Yeah, there's funding at the club. Exactly. Now, whereas we don't we don't who's gonna if, if I open a club who's gonna fund it besides my members? Yeah, that's yeah. absurd. Like, that hurts my brain. Yeah. And and like I understand if you're just some. Slouch, but you went to the Olympics three times, yeah. yeah. Regardless of if you won gold or not, you had uh, you had the Olympics. Yeah, uh, I think, uh, and, and it's not just wrestling, man. I mean, you got oh. boxers, you got uh, judo, you got mm. well a lot of other amateur sports that just yeah disrespected. They have to they have to be doing something else after sport. They have to yeah. have something, mm. you know, um, after sport. And that but itself, uh, I think that itself deters people from. Joining the sport, it, like oh. if, if right now there's an eleven year old saying, you know what? Okay, I love wrestling. I'm gonna become a wrestler. Who's a beast? Then, he's a beast, and then and then he realizes, wait a second, as in if someone tells his father or someone, yeah. wait a second, you do know your son can do wrestling. He gets to the Olympics. He can get gold, and no one know him. Yeah, I mean, if you get gold, different story. Mm-hmm. Things might change. Yeah, things might shake up a See, bit. In fact, that he said might. might. <laughs> See, look at that. <laughs> That's absurd. It's not, it's not definite. You yeah. know, um, you look at um, I know. Uh, like you look at some Taekwondo guys who have won medals mm-hmm. and uh, silver and I think gold and bronze, but they're not in the public place like the, the, the swimmers. Mm. They're prime time slots when they watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when you watch on TV. What's on the prime time slots? Athletics, yep. swimming, yep. gymnastics, maybe diving as well. Maybe diving, yeah. You know what I mean? Like those types of people, like the thing that I don't get is the fact that divers, yeah, all right, like they're physically in peak form and whatever, but if you compare diving to wrestling, it's not Look, as all of, every sport, every sport requires discipline. Yeah. Every sport requires time and effort and, 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 and um, you know, 
all the traits that you need in one sport, you probably need it in all other sports. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, no, I, I can... I don't want to diss any sports, but, uh, you know, I, I can jump in a pool all day. <laughs> <laughs> we've, had, we've had people come into... Sp- I've had AFL, like AFL players, people who play footy at such a level that when they wrestle, give them a round, maybe two if they're lucky. Gone. They're gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different tenacity, different work, different, just completely different fitness. Yeah. Because, bro, you're using every muscle in your body. Every muscle, your heart, lungs, you know. It's your ears as well. Anaerobics. Yeah, <laughs> my ears, yeah. That's why my ears are the way they are. You know? Have you thought of draining it? I, I, I did when it was initially coming up. Yeah. But, um, no point. Now, now, now it's just rock solid, man. Wait, what happened oh. to your ears? From wrestling. Cauliflower it's cauliflower ears, yeah. Nah, I didn't even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even jerry. No? He's, he's trying to treat you nice, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah for, for me, it's like, so they're, they're badges of honour. Uh, yeah. So you're gonna fix them up or not? Wallah, it's, that's that's uh, that's hard work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, it's also like a it's also like a warning shot. Oh, well, that's it. A lot of people <laughs> think, ah, oh, do you fight? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I dabbled. I dabbled doing <laughs> a bit of wrestling. Do you fight? <laughs> you Wait. do UFC. That's the best. You do UFC. It's like no, it's MMA. <laughs> Wait, what causes it to go rock solid? It's uh, it's the constant friction. You know, like the best way I can explain it. You know, when people, you know, in rugby, when they do the scrum. Yeah, the lockheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The side of your ear rubs on the other person's ear. Well, when I go and attack and do a double leg shot, and then my 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 head is up against the. I use my head to take them off balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always pushing. There's always that constant friction, friction against the ear. Yeah. And then over time, the cartilage breaks, fills up with. The ear's got bad drainage, or not not as effective, yeah, efficient yeah. drainage. So the blood just kind of stays in there. Yeah. Unless you drain it out. Coagulates and gets you literally use every body part. You do, even your ears. That's absurd. What sport uses ears? You ever ever bitten someone by accident or like bitten by accident? Just just for extra, you know. Can't say I've bitten anyone. Have you cheated? Have I cheated? Yeah, in the Olympics. Not at the Olympics, but you know, I think we'll bleep it out. Squirrel, you know what they call squirrel grip. I was getting choked. Uh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> he's trying to choke me and uh, turn me over. Like, man, can't be doing that. <laughs> and I just had to, you know, I went into survival mode. Yeah. <laughs> the love tap. Yeah, anything that's necessary to. Well, bro. Have you thought of, like, at your, I know, at your peak, oh four, oh eight, yep. thought of going into other. Oh, definitely. I've always had the back of my mind to. Moving to else. MMA, yeah, oh, yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah, right uh, now, especially now, yeah. Yeah, especially now. You, I mean, you versus Khabib say again. You versus Khabib, yeah. No, no, I'm <laughs> too. I'm too. Uh, I'm big. I think I would have been welterweight. Welterweight. Yeah. You want to cut for him? He walks around in your weight. Oh, he, he probably would. Yeah, probably even uh, bigger. That's, and that's the thing, man. Like, if you're professional, yeah. that's all you do, man. You got every time of day mm. to 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 fine tune your food, mm. your training. Mm. You know, whereas when you're working, training. I remember going to a comp. My last, last comp, mm. you know, I think I've seen like five days of patients at, at work and, you know, you know, 50, I think it was calculated to be 50 to 60 patients and and then I competed that weekend. So yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> Someone I've beaten before. And um, yeah, he just basically beat me convincingly. Mm. I had nothing to give. Yeah. It's because... 
Oh, just because uh, you know, I've I've I'm focused. I had a family as well. Just mm. energy is all over the place. It's not just honing in onto mm. competition. That's so actually a key thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you? Because I've spoken a lot about like mental energy and physical yep. energy and all that sort of stuff. Like, you notice that there's only a certain amount of energy you can give in a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of things is like energy can be harnessed based off of recovery. Yep. Like what? What sort of things did you do to recover? To recover? Yeah, because... Look, man, for me, sleep was very important. Like, you know, there was times where Ooh. I'd finish, I'd come home at 3 o'clock, I got yeah. training at 5, I'll try to use that window, half an hour, 45 minutes, yeah. have a nap. Yeah. Wake up, boom, have a strong coffee, off the train. Yeah. You know, rest was very, very important. Yeah. You know, food was very important. Yeah. You know, what you put in is what you get out. Yeah. You know, so I guess I, I could have I been a bit more... And that's... That's another thing. Diet was all based on my own personal knowledge. Yeah. Not wow. dietitian or not, you know. So Khubba's Arabi was... Um, no, Lebo Bread was... You need the carbs, I think, for the amount, of, amount I was training. Yeah. There was times where I trained twice a day and back then I think it was probably early 20s. And now you've got like science backing it up as well, like the importance of sleep. Yeah. The importance of nutrition. Oh, I, I didn't need anyone to tell me about sleep. Yeah. Sleep was... <laughs> sleep, uh, lack of sleep is a form of torture. No, I mean, it is Yeah, true. they use it mm. as a form of torture. So for me, if you're not sleeping, man, you're not recovering. Mm. You, know? Um, you know, there's a lot of research that go into the night shift workers. Yeah. And it's an impact on on the body. Mm. You know, so uh, sleep is a big one. Hydration is a big one. Even mm. the mind, bro. Because um, a lot of the time they say, like, people, they can get psychosis and schizophrenia because they lack the sleep, sleep yeah, yeah. and... Insomnia can lead to that. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah. I think there was a case where, and it was not somebody that I know personally, but this bloke, I can't remember where I heard it from, he um, he basically got psychosis because of the amount of night shifts that he took. So he took on a lot of night shifts. Yeah. Psychosis isn't something small. He's split from reality. Yeah. It's like it's like you're in a different realm now. Yeah, so it's like, I, like in, yeah, I can't stress the importance of sleep because I was struggling with that. Yeah. I always say this every podcast, bro. I gotta stop talking about it, <laughs> but I've struggled with yeah, it for the longest time. Oh, look, I think that, and that's all my life. It's all about structure. It's all about uh, time management. Mm. You know, if I know I'm training at f- six in the morning, I gotta be in bed by ten. I gotta be sleeping. Mm. You know, if I know it gets to eleven, I know there's gonna be impact in the morning. Mm. Yeah, you would have the occasional hundred percent. Uh, yeah, you're not always gonna be on point. Yeah, you're gonna have good days, bad days. You mm. know, but it's the the bad days that count. What'd you eat? Oh, what did I eat? You know, what did you eat? <laughs> since since you didn't have any backing, any any dietitian telling you, what was your gut feeling? Look, like? I wasn't always like like I said on point. I'd, I'd mm. bend the rules, yeah, you know. But uh, where I was really strict is when I was cut away. That's the hardest part of competing. Mm. When you're cutting like you know six, seven, eight kilos, mm. you get to a division, you know, you know, a piece of meat of some sort, veggies. That's all. Must have been difficult. No yeah, and then it kind of yeah, it funnels down. It gets worse as the as, the, as, you, as you get closer to the competition. Mm. Uh, you know, and then you got the dehydration and the sauna, and I hate it even just thinking about it. Mm. Oh, that's the worst part. But like in terms of food, the food that you like, you need to know. Like when I'm training, when I'm away from competition, or competition isn't a distant, mm. you can up your carbs. Mm. You need it to kind of just grind and train. Mm. You know? How about stretching? Stretching, yeah. Look, stretching is. Is uh, to some degrees it, well, it is important, yeah. you know. But for me, I think it's the strengthening that was that's uh, very important as well. That's yeah. uh, underutilized only because 
you can use strength training not only just to generate more power and get more conditioning, but also from from a form of injury prevention. Yeah, preventive you know? measure. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I only clocked that this year. Mm? Yeah, I actually consider <laughs> stretching to be like the eighth wonder of the world. Yeah, like this year during lockdown, <coughs> all I did was stretch, stretch, stretch. Because being at uni online, all you're doing is sitting, sitting. in the same spot. You know, and the human is designed to move. Exactly, we're not designed to sit. A hundred percent. You know, we got to move. We gotta, and uh, unfortunately, life just gets more, more convenient and yeah. more sedentary. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. So, um, me working in clinic. Yeah. During COVID. Yeah. People working from home. Mm. Poor ergonomics. Um, I'd see more patients. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more, more, more of those sort of presentations. Yeah. I got an injury at the start of this year. Yeah. Where I got a rotator, rotator cuff yeah. injury. Okay. And that started because, first of all, it was a lack of stretching yeah. and, like, improper movements, you know, yes, what I mean? in terms yeah. of the angle of the body where I was yeah, pushing yeah. weights and stuff. And during lockdown, because I went to physios, osteos yeah. and all that kind of stuff, they were telling me to do these movements and all that kind of stuff. And one thing I realised was stretching was the best thing. Yeah. But after I stretched out my body to the point where I got a bit of range mobility, of motion, yeah. mobility, all that kind of stuff, I realised how weak my rotator cuff muscles were. Yes. And we're too focused on like the outside muscles and yeah. there, there's, there's sometimes there's a lack of fo focus on stretching, but there's also a lack of focus on Strength. strengthening, strengthening you know what I mean? especially yeah. the smaller yeah. muscles, the ones that matter the most. There's conditions that you can, you can, you can res uh, resolve yeah. through corrective exercises. Yeah, 100%. You know, my back, you know, you treat someone, if someone's got back pain, they keep coming back every few weeks, like it's coming back, yeah. a few weeks comes back, a few weeks comes back. Yeah. Like, okay, let's, let's, you know, where your weaknesses are. Mm. Find the weaknesses, apply the strength, yeah, and then the problem solves itself. You'll probably get a lot of cases with like lower back injuries, oh, of course, or like lower back pain, not yeah, injuries. Of course, it's it's the most common uh, presentation in clinic: yeah. lower back, neck and shoulders. Yeah, what do you do exactly? Me, I'm an osteopath. Oh, osteopath. Yeah. Yeah. Were you studying well all this? Yeah, so training? 2008, I made Beijing Olympics. Yeah, I was in fourth year osteo, mm -hmm. which is the hardest year of the course, mm -hmm. and. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look at it one second. Yeah, I just said, you know, just put the course on hold, I'll be back. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't want to defer, yeah. Like, I was, I think I was 28 at the time. Mm. Yeah. But, man, I don't want to be held back here. And so that was, it was great because I had great uh, lecturers and they said, you know what? Just go away, do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. We'll worry about it when you come back. Yeah. And uh, that's what happened. You know, I came back in, uh, I missed the first five weeks of semester two. Mm. You know? And I had to reset an exam from semester one. Yeah, uh, so they gave me three weeks to prepare for that. So yeah. I, you started semester two in week eight. Or week eight, pretty much. Yeah. Why Austin? But alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, mm. I managed to get credits and distinctions. But mm. my 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 uh, yeah, I was quite focused and determined. I'd, I'd turn my phone off, lock myself in the room, pretty much. Mm, get out, eat, have a break, come back, do what needed to be done. Come back. That's all. That's mm. all it was. Were you married at the time as well? No, no, I wasn't married. At the time. Okay, alhamdulillah. Yeah, so I think that helped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Yeah. So I mean, um, trying to get him in trouble right now. Flip. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, I, you go through phases in life. Yeah. You have to get married. And I had to get married I'm eventually. You, it's the abdo part, bro. I'm telling you, that's <laughs> the abdo. I had to get married eventually. <laughs> you know? But yeah. But, uh, but why osteopath? Like I can see the correlation because. You would have done a lot of physical... Yeah, look, like I've always had an interest in the human body and health and yeah. diet and all the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. So initially it was like, I was going towards a human movement. Mm. But a human movement is a very broad course where 
you're like a you you've got knowledge in a little bit of everything. Yeah. But you don't come out as a specialist in anything. Mm. I thought I have to kind of build on that. So I went done a postgraduate in exercise rehab. Yeah. Mm. And then I thought, okay, the demand's not there. Is mm. it going to fill my cup? No, nah, probably not. Mm. You know, I'd rather work with people that. I'd rather work with. I prefer to work with people before they get to that state where they yeah. need exercise rehab. Yeah, it's a good tool to have. Yeah, mm. and then um, then I thought physio, Cairo. Yeah, and then eventually I was. I kind of looked into osteo, and for me it was osteo. Did that unlock like another world for you? Because I know for me personally, like I grew up playing sports. Like I go to the gym currently, mm. play sports, and all that kind of stuff. And I study, a, one of my subjects in my course is anatomy and physiology. Yeah. And when I studied them two subjects specifically, I looked at the world of sport from like a different angle. Yes. Is that the same case for you? Yeah, look, uh, definitely. You know, um, you know, you look, you start to identify, you know, how to look at the, how to, how to identify issues before they become a problem. Mm, yeah. You know, things are dormant. Mm, you know, but you don't know, mm. you know, that, there's a shoulder issue that's probably waiting to happen. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, you, you could assess someone and say, okay, even myself, okay, I've got these elements of weaknesses or instability. I shouldn't do X, Y, and Z yeah. until I get that sorted. Mm. You know, so definitely I think uh, my appreciation for the body evolved over the years. Do you wish you would have done it early on rather than... Osteo or... Like, yeah, even studying the body. Like while oh, look, to be honest, yeah, I've been studying it since I was since getting into uni. So okay. I've gone from my, every course that I did was, was within the health and health uh, and the medical kind of. He, he just wanted to tell you they'd done biomed. Yeah, <laughs> and bi- biomedical was the first course that I did. Oh, you did biomedical? Yeah, the first year out of uni. Yeah, oh, sorry, out of uh, after year twelve. Oh, he was yeah. out of holy, yeah. No, oh. no, he he was, he was probably a year or two. He was a couple of years before me. Oh. So I did biomedical science in uh, VU. Yeah, and then I transferred to human movement. Mm. Yeah. Inshallah, bro. But I want you to plug your business now. So My business is uh, basically Avicenna Osteopathy in Newport. Yeah. Four four three Melbourne Road. We're gonna put the <laughs> link in the bio. Um, so yeah, it's basically just um, that's my passion at the moment, mm. and then um, hopefully in the new year, Inshallah, the plan is to um, revive the wrestling academy. Yeah. Melbourne Wrestling Academy. Inshallah. Me and my brother, and. Um, Trying yeah, to juggle between the two passions that I have. Hundred percent. Um, last thing before we wrap it up, inshallah. There's a lot of um, a lot of people love reflection, especially now because COVID and stuff like that yeah. just happened. What like after reflecting, like, you're looking back at your younger self, about like our age. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you wish you knew then that you know now? Like That's a very good question. Like advice for your younger self. What would you tell Al Abdul eighteen? Well, what will I tell Ali? Look, to, I'll be honest with you. I was very um, back then. I was quite, quite. Um, um, how can I say? I was very uh, disciplined. Yeah. You know, and um, I guess if if I was to do anything any different, enjoy Las Vegas a bit more. Enjoy Las Vegas <laughs> a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess probably just. Uh, like, look, I had family support. I I had, I had things. I had everything on point. Like at that age, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing different I could have done was ask myself how far I want to take this, and if I really wanted to take it up a notch or two, I I really had to think about 
going overseas or basing myself overseas. Oh. You know, so looking back and if I'm trying to kind of replicate my life uh, or trying to build the same life for my son in the world of wrestling, mm. you know, it's like, you know, my advice would be to him would be, you know, learn wrestling, but if you're not going to go overseas and base yourself overseas, Use it for other means. Use it for jujitsu. Use it for uh, if you want to play AFL and be a uh, be a crazy tackler. Yeah. Um, use it for MMA. You know, use it for other means mm. as a base. You know, yeah. As a base. Mm. And I think, you know, it's 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 now my motto is revive the Sunnah. You know, wrestling it was practiced back in the days. Yeah. Mm. You know, our Prophet was a it was, he was. He was renowned for his wrestling skills. Yeah, he was a beast. I love You know, so um, for me, that gave me, that gave me passion when I, a bit more passion when I found that out. Yeah. So, so would you say that was your role model to an extent? Well, yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely ignited my, uh, uh, my love for the sport more, yeah. as, especially in my midish, midish twenties. Mm. You know, so, I mean, going back to your question, what what would I tell an eighteen year old Ali? Um. um uh, I don't go home. Huh? Well, yeah, well, that's, that's it. I, I think if anything, definitely the the, the mental side of things, mm. you know, because I, I definitely reckon there was times where that let me down along the way, mm. you know, that yeah. the kind of mental tough, that mental toughness, that mental, you know, just going into going into a competition with a different mindset, mm. you know, like where where our lifestyle, we don't live a lifestyle of a killer lifestyle, where we have to grind. That's 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 the difference between us and the Russians, yeah. us and the Cubans. Yeah, the Cubans, the crazy Cubans. Eastern countries. That's yeah, they, those Eastern, they, Eastern Europeans. Yeah, they have cigars for breakfast. What's that? The Cubans. <laughs> they have cigars oh. for breakfast. Man, and that, that were a good contact, man. I used to always bring a box of Cubans back. Yeah. So, um, that's uh, pretty much uh, my. My uh, wrestling uh, so uh, life. I can't wait to take my shoulder to you. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's one thing for take sure. Take my shoulder to you. Yeah, I'll bring my shoulder. Give it to me. I'll take it home with me. <laughs> uh, sh- check out his uh, yeah, website. Uh, f- yeah. Instagram. I got Instagram. Facebook, Ali yeah. Abdo Wrestler. Um, yeah. Or Avicenna Osteopathy. Avicenna yeah. is spelled A-V-E-S-E-N-N-A. Yeah. Avicenna Osteopathy. Uh, go to our Instagram, ten percent discount. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, inshallah, khair. We have him on, maybe again, and um, we're gonna do something else with him. Yeah. It can't be a podcast. Yeah, it can't be some push us through our paces. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. that'd be nice. We'll be able to manage that at some point. We'll yeah. wrestle him. I'm down. Yeah. We'll make Ahmed <laughs> do it as well. Three One v three. Yeah, that's, that's actually funny. That, that was a funny story. Just reminded me. Yeah. Oh I, uh, I once competed uh like a guest for uh, for Lebanon. Mm. And um I was meant to pre- go there prepared and wrestle. But the day I got there the coach comes to me and says, It's been cancelled. He goes, You gotta stay around for another three weeks. I'm like, I gotta go back. <laughs> like, no, no, you gotta stay. Yeah, three weeks, I'm gonna lose all my conditioning. No, no, we'll train this and that. Their level of wrestling was pretty poor. Mm. I had to get challenged. The only way I could get challenged. Was one against two, <laughs> <laughs> which was funny, but at the same time, it was probably not a smart thing because the risk of injury. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you at least beat two people at once? Yeah, I managed to write. It reminds me of you're wrestling with your little cousins and you get two of them come on to you. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a bit of an experience. Did you wrestle a bear instead? Nah, never. Unfortunately, never wrestled any animals. I did manage to wrestle some human bears. Oh, dog. But yeah, thank you very much for coming on the podcast, Ali. Appreciate it. Like, comment, subscribe, turn on the notification bell. Check out all our social medias, inshallah. Thank you very much for having you again. Thanks for having me. Yes, I, just, I just I waffled there. Yeah, Thank you very much for coming again. on the show. <laughs> <laughs>